DJ Mitchell here to go over Friday's seven game. That's right. Seven game slate. A lot of back-to-backs, a lot of stuff going on. So uh, when we get all these back-to-backs, it's hard to know exactly what to expect. Um, it's definitely going to be something where you need to use the information as it comes to you on Thursday for a Friday slate of this magnitude, or, you know, when you have five teams on a back-to-back, you're going to need to learn on the fly. Um, as you get the information on, on the day before, you can be placing bets. That's what I try to do. Um, so we have a little bit of information, not a ton yet. So we're going to just get right into it, though. Um, we have, like I said, seven games. If you're watching, I'm wearing my Buffalo Sabres reverse retro jersey, a uh, classic here uh, in the making. I'm very excited. I might be at the game on Friday, and I'm planning on it. So we are going to start right there with Minnesota back-to-back against the Buffalo Sabres. Um, Minnesota was in Philadelphia on Thursday night. It's uh, 3.30 Eastern time on Thursday right now when I'm recording. I'm just going to be completely honest. We don't know anything from that game yet, so I will not reference it at all. Um, yeah, Minnesota minus 190 at the Sabres, who just absolutely down the Maple Leafs. They always show up for that Toronto game. I- I'm personally not going to touch this game with a 10-foot pole. Um, I-, I do believe we're kind of assuming it should be Talbot in net for Minnesota. Um, it wasn't confirmed at this point. I'm actually to double check right now before we we give the information, but I do think we should be looking at Talbot and net. Um, he's been bad. Uh, no other way around it. Really no Minnesota goaltender has been good lately. They've been trending down just in general. Um, I, I do think that betting against Minnesota at Buffalo is a very, very poor way to make money. Um, the thing about the Sabres is, you know, their top line is good. Their second line is playing fine and the bottom two lines are abysmal. So do with that what you wish um, defensively. Sabres are not good. They're not bad. They're fine. That the goaltending showed up in Craig Anderson, but that well is going to break. Um, I, I think you could, you know, reasonably take the wild and feel okay about it here, but I'm not touching it. Um, I'm just going to stay dead away from this game because I just don't think you need to do it. Um, there's no need to fit it in. There's enough games that feel good here. Um, I think if, if anything, taking Minnesota's um, goal total over two and a half, three and a half might be the way to go. If you find it somewhere for three, I, you know, I kind of think that that's kind of where they're going to, teeter out to um in projections but you think they get that fourth goal against Tikarski who could be a net here you, you don't you know assuming that Anderson doesn't run too many games I, I like that probably the most I think their offense um has such great finishing ability that any bad goaltending team could get just beaten down by them that's probably the best bet here but moving forward we have the Devils at the Rangers um yeah this is another another game where um actually you know before really quickly back to the Sabres if you are going to bet anything on the Sabre side, uh, Olafson was plus like 400 to score. He's just a better goal scorer than that. Uh, second power play, not really getting the minutes, but I do want to mention that like guys with that kind of a shot should be considered. And there's really no one that's going to go overlooked here as far as props are concerned, you know, Kaprizov, et cetera. Eric Sinek's been the, the shot prop guy that I've been wanted to mention though. Um, on Minnesota side, he's just sort of a guy that doesn't quite get the credit he deserves. He's such a great player and definitely over two and a half feels like a nice bet there. But now, now we'll move forward. Um, the Rangers, Shesterkin had probably his worst game of the entire season against St. Louis. They still pulled out the win, um, finding goals again from Lafreniere on the top line, not top power play. So Lafreniere is, I think, going to be somewhat popular in the betting community, just a guy that could profile decently to score. Um, just a really gifted young player in the making. Hopefully they can get him going. And, and with that being said, you know, if they get do get him going, you know, what's the limit on this guy? Um, and we're going to be kicking ourselves for not taking him at plus, you know, 
300 range to score on the top line with really skilled players. I overall look at this game and I think ah, Georgia has in net, maybe the over is okay, but probably just more of a stay away on the over under the Rangers haven't actually profiled incredibly well, but the devils bring that up. So I think the over is in play at six, just because I do believe we're going to get a really weak goaltending matchup. But if it is just Sturkin on a back-to-back, that wouldn't be crazy. He gets a day rest in between. I have to wait on this one personally before I bet that because I'm just not going to bet against a Sturkin uh, to have two games in a row where he gives up over three goals. And you really kind of need that here. You have the Rangers get three and they only give up two. Well, you didn't hit the six. Uh, and that's kind of how I feel about this. So uh, you're either going to, you know, say the Rangers blow the doors off the Devils. And again, I don't really feel that great about that either. The Devils have played pretty well lately and they're trending in the right direction to be not a terrible team. Jack Hughes is a good player. This, they, they are running two pretty solid lines of hockey. And with Dougie back, they're just a better team than I think we're giving them credit for. So I'm kind of just going to fade that out entirely. Um, I think that you could talk me into the Rangers minus 165. And as soon as I get confirmations to Sturkins and net, that line feels pretty good. Um, not really going to touch anything else. Just keep it easy. If it is just Sturkin, you probably take the under on two and a half uh, goals for the Devils and hope that he has a great game because he does it so often. Next game is LA at Columbus. I have LA really high here um, as what I'm looking at. Does it feel fantastic? Hmm. I think I'm willing to bet it at minus 140 as one of my favorites, but doesn't feel incredibly, incredibly juicy. Um, they played really well. They had, a, I believe, a really, yeah, really disappointing. Uh, yeah, they got murdered by Boston. That's right. I was like, what am I thinking of? Yeah, they got absolutely crushed by Boston last time out. Um, so that warm and fuzzy feeling we had about them as taking over the Knights in the playoff race kind of got taken to the wayside. The Janelle line got just shattered. Um, but they're not going against Boston here. This is a team that I think does run pretty deep, as I mentioned most shows. And this was, I mean, that's the reason I faded the Bruins. And obviously they won seven to nothing. So it was a bad fade. I'm not going to, you know, I, I'll take my defeats and I'll talk about it openly. Um, I didn't think that the no line was going to give up four goals against with Dowdy on the ice with them. So all four goals that wasn't in my, wasn't in my prediction model. So that'll happen. And uh, I think this is an okay spot to get back on them here uh, against a much worse Columbus team that really is one dimensional with the Jenner line A line. And after that, they're really weak. They also were missing Boakfist, who, as I mentioned, or well, really Matt is the one that found it, is shooting at 20%. Uh, Adam Boakfist from the point, you're getting 20% shooter from the point like that. That really does help your offense find goals. They found them without him, without Wierenski last time out. And we just don't have confirmation quite yet, I believe, um, that either of them will be in. So, I mean, we should know tomorrow. And at this point, if they're out, I'm very much in on LA, who profiles to really be able to score a lot of goals here. Um, and I don't really have a problem with, okay, fine. If LA is, is going to be what my model tells me is a good bet. No problem with it. Um, also going back to Minnesota, it actually was, it's going to be Talbot in net on Thursday. So it should actually be Kako cap, uh, Capo Kakinen in net for them, which is, I think a better, um, going back, I did find that quickly. So yeah, um, a little bit better on the wild against the Sabres with that. Other bets in this game, yeah, I've been high on Arvidsson. I've been high on um, uh, Kempe. I think Kempe's shot prop is just going to continue to rise. Uh, we'll get worse in value, but I, I'm still going to keep playing it till it breaks. He's been awesome. Um, no one on Columbus jumps off the page. Uh, last time out against the Devils, it was Bjorkstrand, again, kind of coming back at the five shots on goal and the goal. He, he's kind of like, you know, you really want to play with fire. If you do, go right ahead, but I'm not going to do it myself. Next game is Detroit at Tampa Bay on a back-to-back. -back. Absolutely monster favorites. Minus 340 for Tampa. 
No, thank you. I don't think this Detroit team is quite useless. They proved that right against Carolina as they beat them in overtime. I faded that game on purpose because I just didn't like it. And yeah, I think I'm just going to fade again here. I, you know, I don't think that they're going to hold the stick up to Tampa, but minus 340, what, what are we going to put on that to get any real return? Way too much. And hockey is random enough to where I'm not going to bet it. Um, Larkin, Raymond are really good. Nemestikov is with that top line. So I think they probably roll with that again. And this team just isn't terrible offensively. They're bad defensively. They're bad in net. Um, they are putting more cider with guys that should not be in the NHL any longer. And that hurts his upside. That hurts the team in general. But if Tampa Bay can't find the scoring for whatever reason, they could lose this one. While Larkin, Raymond, Bertuzzi are great players. And I just am not going to touch this game. Um, I think the over-under is, is totally justifiable at six and a half, but I'm not going to bet it myself because of the way Tampa has played defensively at keeping teams off the scoreboard. So, you know, it just doesn't feel good to me at all. I think the under is a a much better bet for that reason. Basically assuming Tampa doesn't get the goal scoring, it it probably goes under and it ends up being a much closer game. So yeah, just fade for me entirely. Um, Not going to take minus 140 puck line for Tampa either. That feels so dumb. No, thank you. All around fade under probably the only thing I'd consider here. Um, I think Detroit's goaltending is marginally better with the Delkovich and net, um, but both him and Grice have had, you know, their, their highs and their lows. And right now it's the lows, but I think that could revert at any point. Now we have a true back-to-back both teams, Pittsburgh at Carolina. Uh, again, the under six and a half feels good here. Um, just Carolina is tough to take the under on because of how amazing that their offense can shoot the puck. Um, Pittsburgh on a back-to-back coming from Tampa, Jari will be in net on Thursday, meaning that we're going to get the Smith. For that reason, I do like Carolina minus 150 at home. as one of my favorite bets of the night. Pittsburgh has trended down quite a bit lately. Um, we'll see what Carolina does here on, on Thursday themselves. And being a true back-to-back in this capacity probably doesn't make a lot of people feel good about betting it. But yeah, you know what? I don't think that the the back-to-back should hurt Carolina as much as maybe people think. Um, they're defensively much sounder than Pittsburgh. Their goaltending is going to probably be better in this matchup. Um, eh, that's kind of debatable, I guess. Um, Freddie should be a net for them, so it could go back to Ranta. Goaltending is weak enough to where I'm probably not going to touch the over-under. I think that I just talked myself off of betting minus 115 at six and a half, but I think Carolina is just a better option here. Um, Carolina's running a top line of Sveshnikov, Ajo, and, Ter- and Turbo. Um, that's a great, great top line. It's expensive on DraftKings on Thursday. I don't think it's going to get a massive, massive reduction in price, but should be a good line here, a bit contrarian on this slate. I'll probably be on it. Um, I don't play Russian roulette with their defenseman anymore. It's not fun. Slaving gets the top power play in 27 minutes, but the rage stats aren't there to pay for up for his price. So you can take a point prop on him at plus money, but other than that, I'm probably not going to touch that. Um, And really, I'm looking at Turbo as shots and points because for some reason, they just have him a a huge discount um, compared to Ajo, especially golf. He's a supremely talented player, so I don't quite get it. Uh, Nothing on Pittsburgh. I'm not playing them in any capacity. Just it's a full fade for me. I I, I don't like to their lines are just uh, as far as like point props and shots, et cetera. They, They never really ring true with me as far as value. So it's a full fade on the Pittsburgh side. I've been fading them pretty uh, comfortably. And yeah, I mean, some of their props are going to hit, I guarantee it. Uh, but I'm not going to try to guess randomly at that. Uh, nothing really screams value. Um, they don't project to be one of the higher scoring teams on the slate. Really neither team does. That's why I kind of like the under here, but with the goaltending being bad, who knows? Our next game is Dallas at Winnipeg, a true pick It's 
boy, uh, Winnipeg, Winnipeg can do do it all, and they can and they can they can lose it all. I mean, they are really an enigma. They go out and score eight versus Montreal, who was kind of rolling. Dallas scored four against LA, um, which again, good defensive team. I actually didn't even mention that LA just played Dallas. I just talked about the Boston game, but they did just lose to Dallas on uh, Wednesday night. Um, so yeah, I, I think both of these teams are just fine. I feel like in a pick them, I normally just shade to the team that's at home, but Winnipeg's been bad at home. And Dallas, I think is probably the better team here. Um, Dallas really rates out well. So I have to go with Dallas as as the team I would bet if I was going to, but I'm just not going to bet this game. Um, don't feel really strongly on either side. I definitely shade the over here. Dallas is a team I like to bet the under on. Winnipeg's a team I like to bet the over on. I hope it gets to five and a half, but at six, I still think you can do it. Um, Dallas just played Ottinger on Wednesday. Um, maybe he will not be a net, which definitely would help this over hitting and help the Winnipeg side if you want to go that if you want to go that route. So I definitely think you can bet. Dallas and the over here, those are pretty sound. Uh, Dallas, again, like I said, rates pretty high as far as their expected goal index, but that's really just because they're playing Winnipeg, not because of how good they are at scoring in general. But when that top line's rolling, it's like nothing else. And I think this is a great spot to look at Carolina, look at Dallas, and look at LA and really try to put something together. I think those will be really good lineups and DraftKings. And that's where I'm going to kind of go. Um, last time out, they were expected four goals. They scored four goals. That's a really, really good you know thing that you'd like to see. Radulov, surprisingly, was their highest expected goals guy, interestingly enough. Um, the top line didn't really rate out super high. Uh, this might be a good bounce back spot um, against Winnipeg, who doesn't play well defensively at all. Um, very bad. So I think I'm going to be looking at Robertson um, as, as one guy that I'm going to target. Uh, he just seems to be shooting at a little bit higher of a rate. Um, Rupe coming down a little bit, but you never know he's going to bounce back. But Robertson shot prop feels real good here. Um, Dallas in general, I think it, at minus 110. If we get Ottinger and Net, even better. We, we might, who knows? Um, and the over just feels fine. And our final game of the night, we have Vegas at Anaheim. I got it. I have to go Vegas minus 120 because I feel like I just continue to like them more than the field. And they continue to be, it's like, it's the boom and the bust with them. They, they look fantastic. Um, I mean, absolutely world beating against San Jose, but it's San Jose and they're terrible right now. So hard to know um, what this is going to end up turning into being, but I'm in on Vegas. Uh, I'm in on taking them here against the Ducks. The Ducks look very, very good in their last game against Boston where they got the win. But I think this game, you know, you're, you're just not giving Vegas quite enough credit at minus 120. Uh, I'm not touching the over-under. I, I feel like I should want the over here. It, it kind of screams to me, like, take the over. Um, but I just don't know if I trust where the scoring is going to come from from Anaheim quite yet. I'm just going to I'm just gonna not touch it. Um, could be Laner versus Gibson or something like that. That goalie matchup scares me enough. So favorite three bets of the night. And let's get Jan out of here. Number one, LA minus 140. That one feels really strong. Um, I like the, I think that's going to move a good bit. Columbus isn't very good. Uh, I think that the uh, over six in the Dallas Winnipeg game feels real strong to me as well. Uh, and the final bet, oh man, you know what? That's two bets. I got to have a third. I feel like I had one that I really liked. Oh, you know what? Let's do under two and a half New Jersey. Um, barring Shisterkin's in net. Obviously, make sure first. As long as you're circuit to net, that feels real good to me. They're, ah, you know what? I don't know. Screw that bet. Let's go with let's go with something more fun. Let's go with um. Let's go with yeah. I mean that that's fine for circuit to net. If not, I think the under um, 
the under in the uh, Carolina Pittsburgh game is totally fine. It's both teams on a back-to-back totally fine. Um, we'll go with that. Either are probably fine, but I just, the devils have been scoring a little bit too much lately, but it, that, they're rushing back to the mean. I mean, they're not this good, right? <laughs> okay. Let's get you on out of here. Enjoy your Friday. Um, hopefully you're watching some good hockey that isn't Buffalo. Um, like I will probably be, but <laughs> enjoy your weekend. And, uh, if you have anything, uh, Twitter, DJ underscore Mitchell 94, let me know, um, and enjoy the rest of your slate. Thank <laughs> you.